Hey everyone, welcome to today's episode. I am so excited to get into this. I I just want to explain if I sound like I'm completely out of it and floating on a cloud, it's because about 20 minutes ago I finished a big breathwork session um, and yeah, a lot of the times in my breathwork practice I finish just like so on a cloud but also so so in my body because if you've met me and even in a healing session the other day that I had uh Jess was like wow you're very like up here it's all like you know pointing towards like above head kind of um those energies and I struggle to sometimes get in my body and ground down because of all the creativity that's happening up there so breath work really gets me into my body and into my breath and sometimes I just feel like I just had like the biggest plant medicine trip ever but I really wanted to get into this this episode either way and um I thought I'd mention that as well just because one of the big things that I'm working on which I've always worked on the somatic work and being in my body but I'm really really prioritizing body connection work over you know the mind stuff or anything else like all the brain stuff like I've got down like that is just not down down pat but like that's very um comfortable and comfort zone for me it's very easy for me to be in my head or reframe things or the language around things but the language of the body and being grounded down into my body that's something that I've experienced through the last um, few months of growth, it has come to my attention that I can float away a bit. And if you've heard me talk about dissociating, that's what dissociation is. So yeah, float out of my body and disconnect a little bit and be very much in my head. So I'm just, yeah, amping up these practices um, practices, um, and being very much in my body, which is, yeah, really rewarding and having that heart coherence and just really grounding. It just feels really good. Anyway, it's cold in Melbourne. I've got like five candles burning. I'm cozy as like, it's just such a cozy vibe. And I really wanted to do an episode on the fact that I went horse riding the other day and what came up around it. Oh my god! Um, and I, I wanted, to, I, I want to do the episode while it's still fresh in my mind because I had such an experience, and I, I usually act on these things pretty quick when I have the download to do something, but I do have a tendency to struggle with doing some things that aren't productive. Even if it's not directly productive, I can usually link it back to productivity, especially because like my work is creative and music and stuff like that. But horse riding has been a download for like a few years and I just, I I was going to try and do it in Hawaii and then anyway, all this stuff and I got home and it wasn't the best timing, but I'm like, I need to find a time to go horse riding, but I also don't want to trail ride. I want a proper lesson. Like I want to go fast. Like I want to canter. And I haven't had proper, proper lessons since I was a little kid. Funny as story, which I'll tell, but I won't rush. You're going to get different energies from me in different episodes. Like last episode, I was very much in my fire and very passionate about the, you know, stop apologizing for what you want. (laughs) And today you're just like getting like floaty, floaty kind of like floaty vibe me. But I love all the parts. Um. 
Yeah, so I booked horse riding. It was a two-hour experience. I whipped out my phone a couple times to take a, a, like 10-second videos, but basically without phone. That's point number one. When you just to disconnect in your phone and you're just present like that, the amount of presence I got was just amazing. Like the downloads, like things that were coming in, like what I was channeling on that two hours was just so amazing. And um, I really did this for my inner child. She, yeah, <laughs> I've learned lately not to let her run the show, but when she has these these downloads and when she really, really wants to do something, let her play and she's just wanted to horse ride for so long. So it was like really amazing to connect my inner child in that way. Um, and I learned a lot about manifestation and the, 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 the subconscious mind through horse riding, um, which I want to touch on. So Firstly, what I love is horses are really, really, really sensitive. Like they're so sensitive and it kind of, I was kind of thinking about horses versus like the subconscious mind and the subconscious mind is very sensitive to what you program into it, which is very similar to horses. I liked at the start as well. And and the lady who taught me really, really interesting story because I did this for my inner child and my mum used to take me horse riding and we went to so many different places. I don't remember. Well, not like so fucking many, but like a few different places. And I lived in the city when I was younger. So when we went, it was a big drive and would come up to like Peninsula Way and stuff. But um, yeah, I, I, I had no idea who I was booking with. And the lady kind of said like she was an older lady and it was really cool because I could feel her like warming up to me. It was really funny. But at the end, she's just like, I feel like I know you. And I was just like, maybe you do. And then I went home and mum was like, yeah, I've taken you to that lady. And I was like, that is really, really cool because I was, because I was connecting to me, just so relaxed that I'm mumbling. I was connecting to my inner child. And then I happened to, you know, manifest the same teacher I had as a child, like not even knowing, like so amazing because that would have been over 15 years ago literally over 17 18 maybe maybe probably about 17 um which I really love and yeah she was really picking up what I was putting down spiritually as well like because I I said a few things when she was teaching me about the horses and stuff like that and I, I, I know the basic basic shit but she was going through stuff and I really love, I just, I love them. I love that they're so sensitive and they're able to be vulnerable, but they also have respect for themselves and they also have boundaries. So they're not people pleasers, but they will submit to you and and be submissive to you, which I think is so powerful. A lot of women may think that they are only in their power if they're dominant and they can't be submissive, where that's, that's not what I think, I think the real power is remaining powerful, but allowing yourself to surrender and be submissive as well and being your feminine. So they really have such strong masculine qualities and feminine qualities and they have boundaries for themselves. Like I've already forgotten like what she taught me about, you have to do this thing. (laughs) So they like follow you and they basically surrender to like letting you lead them. And I just love that, that they, that they're like, before I let you lead me, I'm, I have some boundaries around this and I have to show you, you have to show me that you're safe. You have to like um, make sure your posture is not like too upright. You have to kind of like hunch over and stuff and they'll follow you. I don't know, this whole thing, I'm probably butchering it, but basically you have to show them that you are safe enough for them to follow and they will submit to you. And But you also have to show them that you're a strong leader 
And I just, I love that. Like you have to earn their respect before they let you in. And I can just so relate to that. The way that I ideally like to hold myself around relationships, whether that's friendships, relationships, whatever, romantic, having those boundaries, but allowing yourself to surrender and be in your feminine as well and open up and and allow yourself to be led. Like I love a man who leads, but you also have to earn my respect and show me that you're safe showing me that you're safe that's such a big thing so love that they're very sensitive creatures because so am I and I can relate to that but they're also very strong and yeah can relate to that the other thing is they read your body language and you have to talk in like you have to you can only talk in body language because they don't speak English and that was another correlation I made to the subconscious mind when we're reprogramming our subconscious mind our subconscious mind could be speaking Spanish. So you could be speaking English to it and it's not, you haven't got that conscious to subconscious alignment. So finding that alignment there was similar to like finding the alignment with a horse, but you could only use body language. So to me was nervous system work. And it just got me thinking if I was to like have lessons every week, it'd be predominantly working on my nervous system and showing them that I feel safe because they can feel if you don't feel safe. And this is where I was relating horse riding to manifestation. If you're saying that you want to manifest something and you're trying to program something into your mind, it's not going to line up if your body is like, it's not actually safe to receive this. And that's similar when you might be um, signaling the horse to stop or go, for example. Say you're signal- strongly signaling the, the horse to stop. Um, sorry, you're st- strongly signaling the horse to go, but your nervous system's scared and you're actually like subconsciously signaling the horse to stop or maybe um, you're you're like pulling on the reins or you're doing something contradicting. What I'm saying is like there's a con- contradicting component there. The horse can't, it, it, it can't compute that. And that relates to the subconscious mind because the subconscious mind cannot hold opposing beliefs. So that's why you have to be very, you have to have that, reach that tipping point in whatever you want to program into your subconscious mind so that it can go with that. Because it's it's similar to, yeah, like <laughs> signaling the horse two different things on two different levels. Like they, they can't compute and obviously they're going to freak out and you can't blame them because they're just listening to you and your nervous system. And if that's like, if your nervous system is like, what the fuck, what the fuck, the horse is going to be like, what the fuck. And if you know what you want, but your body is like, what the fuck? Your manifestations are going to come out. But you're just going to be like, what the fuck? Like, you know what I mean? Like that, what what the fuck energy? Everything has to be in alignment. And that's subconscious to conscious alignment, but also in your body and your nervous system. That needs to be able to support and back that. If you don't feel safe to receive that, if you don't feel safe to go fast, um, it's not going to work, right? So I loved that. I loved talking the... Um, the teacher kept saying, talk the language of um, the horse and that I just like got it on such a spiritual level because that reminded me of like talking the language of the subconscious mind. And like another point of that is I know when I've changed, tried to change certain beliefs in my subconscious, if I'm not fully believing it or there's part of me that believes X and there's pardon me, that believes Z, that causes psychological stress. And sometimes before you've reached the tipping point where 
the favorable is the stronger belief, it can cause psychological stress. And back to the horse running situation. Yeah, if you don't feel safe, but you're telling the horse to go fast, well, good luck because the horse can feel that psychological stress and then they're psychologically stressed. So, I mean, (laughs) you might be listening to this episode and you're either getting it or you're not getting it. Um, But to me, I'm like, (laughs) I was making like Ellen from The Hangover calculations while I was like on this horse riding horse riding experience and I was just like wow this is like so fucking spiritual another thing is I can't remember the whole thing so if you're a horse rider and you're listening to this and you're like what is she going on about it you you still get it you get what I'm saying even if I don't remember every little um detail of the part the start of like picking your horse and stuff like that you you have to do this thing where you you rub their third eye because that's what um like the leader, the leader of the horse, I don't know, something or whatever. And I was just like to the teacher, I'm like, that's like, well, she didn't refer to it. That's what, that's my point. She didn't refer to it as the third eye. She just said you rub the middle of their forehead. And I was like, that's so interesting because you gain trust by doing that. And it's kind of like, you know, rubbing like where their third eye would be. Like, isn't that just so freaking spiritual? Like having that connection with them there like I just don't I don't see things as coincidences when I see things like that and I'm just like hmm yeah that's really 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 cool so I had an amazing experience I was just so many downloads came in I was so happy I felt so free there was something so tribal about horse riding and going through the woods and going fast and connecting not just to my inner child but connecting to past lives connecting to past ancestors and even asking the lady questions a lot of like the techniques and stuff that are taught have been taught forever like it's such an like a forever thing and um a lot of the things that are taught were taught in like how you can prepare to fight in battle on a horse and stuff and I just think that's really 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 cool um so yeah that's my little horse riding I guess this is like a short episode but that's my my experience when I went horse riding and the main message from this is, I mean, there's a lot obviously from, you know, being in alignment subconsciously to consciously to your body and your nervous system and how that relates to horse riding. But the other note, which is just like the, the, the umbrella of the story of why I went there and, um, was because I was honoring my inner child and what she wanted to do. So he is your sign to do something for, for play, just to play, try and do something that's not productive because that that's the task. <laughs> um, try and do something that is quote unquote unproductive and allow yourself to really play. And the funny thing is I knew this would happen, but I was so not attached to it. I just know how the laws of the universe work. So I knew this would happen, but I ended up, um, yeah, some manifestations came through that night. I, yeah. And obviously a lot of creative downloads whilst I was horse riding, but I did not have those expectations on it. I didn't do it to do that. I just knew that magic would flow and the magic is still flowing from the experience. So it's not like there's a cutoff period between the magic that flows in after you enjoy yourself, right? Um, But yeah, this is your sign 
to go and play and listen to your inner child. Do something that you haven't done in years and years and years and years and years. I will see you next episode and I hope you enjoyed this one.